Welcome to Breakthrough Cocktail, where mixing up happiness, good life skills, and adding a dash of improv to help you live an awesome life. Please give it up for your breakthrough mixologist, Gary Ware. All right, welcome to another episode of Breakthrough Cocktail. I'm Gary Ware, your host, and today we have a very special guest. He is a former Breakthrough Cocktail 101 graduate, good buddy of mine, co-worker of mine, and the owner of Hopsteady Brew. It's his own home brew uh, concoction, and we're going to learn a lot about that. Jed Flores. Welcome to the show, Jed. Thanks for having me. Awesome. And it wouldn't be, is. wouldn't be a Breakthrough Cocktail podcast without discussing what we're drinking. So, Jed, what are we drinking today? I believe this is some Ballast Point. Um, it's like a white Belgian ale. It's not bad. Cool. And Jed is a beer expert. So, Jed, before we get into your story and how you became who you are, tell us a little bit about Hop City Brew. Hop City Brew. So, Hop City Brew is pretty much uh, a little brewery. Started from a home, you know, kind of just cooking random stuff that I like to do. Uh, started with a porter and it was just all right but i decided i just wanted to keep brewing a little bit more and it was fun um and so i started hop city brew which has some hip-hop music uh funk jazz soul old school vibe kind of feel to it it's a little bit different than most breweries but i like it well and i've sampled a number of them and i have to say they are superb so before we jump into that and have you like really tell us where we can find that let's get all the way back to the beginning brewing brewing your own beer um how did you get started doing that like what was the inspiration you know my friends and i we just like craft beer you know they got me into it we started drinking and you know i I grew up you know in college you drank the bud light stuff and that before i was like oh man this is some hard stuff it's not (laughs) yeah yeah we got a craft beer and i was blown away by what kind of flavors you can actually do you know from just a regular porter chocolate porter to a white chocolate pale ale you know there's some crazy stuff out there and i figured hey it's kind of fun maybe i should try making it right so i got a i got a one gallon kit from bevmo i think and uh thanks bevmo um and it it was all right cool I mean, it was an IPA, supposed to be. Yes. Um, didn't taste like one, but hey, it was beer, and I had fun doing it. Eventually, was like, hey, let's just do a five-gallon batch. Okay. Did it. Did my first quarter, like I mentioned. Um, just fell in love with it. Okay. And you've been doing it ever since. How long have you been brewing? brewing? About two years. Two years. Okay. So not even that long. Not even that long. Not even that long. Okay. And compared to most homebrewers yeah exactly who's been doing it for years and years mm-hmm. and but it seems like you progressed and progressed and progressed pretty pretty quickly i i know a buddy of mine who's been homebrewing for years and it just seems like he's still in the same old batch and like it doesn't seem like he's very adventurous how can you talk to our listeners about how you've been able to do that what lessons or things that you did to help you along this journey you know for me it's more of just i love new types of beers you know i love figuring out um what pairs with what you know Uh, i don't like just a typical okay i'm gonna brew a pale ale no let's throw some hibiscus and mango in there you know let's just get let's just get crazy with it because why not you know if i wanted a regular pale ale or a regular ipa i could just go to the store and buy that you know um but if i wanted a a cabin crunch peanut butter stout yeah i could do that because I know how cool and it's fun 
Yeah, and so have all of your creations come out perfectly every time? No. No way. All right. So, um, yeah, no, let's talk about that. Let's take a, something that you've brewed up and let's talk about that experience and, and what you learned from it. Like sure. a big failure that you had. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that big of a failure, but um, so I brewed something called uh, Honey Remix featuring Mariah Hop Carey. <laughs> it's really yeah. good. Um, and I wanted to spice things up a little bit and I wanted to infuse it with jasmine green tea. So it was a honey imperial IPA with jasmine green tea. Sounds amazing. Doesn't really work. Um, excuse me. So IPAs are known for being really bitter and really hobby. And if you try to add something subtle like green tea, you're not going to really taste it. And so it just tasted like my other beer, which was still just all right. Um, Got it. But it wasn't going, you didn't get the what you were expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I drank it and I was like, no, this... I don't taste anything. Got it. I don't taste any green tea. Okay. And so, what did you what did you learn from that? How did you, uh, you know, how did you take those learnings to for your next batches? Did you just scrap that all together, or did you modify the recipe? I mean, I just you know I actually utilized my uh, connections on Google Plus. Uh, there's like a lot of really great communities out there, and you know they mentioned like, hey, why don't you just try maybe not an IPA, which is super hoppy and bitter, to maybe just a pale ale because maybe then you can get more of the flavor of the jasmine green tea rather than all the hops and the honey in like an, a honey imperial IPA. Okay, and so for our listeners who may be just starting out to learn more about beer or just a novice on beer, can you explain what the difference between an IPA and just a pale ale? Sure, um, so we can compare that uh, by just adding more hops pretty much. Okay. A pale ale versus an IPA, it's just more hoppy. Okay, so what is uh, IPA? That's what is... India Pale Ale. Okay. Yeah, um, I believe the origins was they used to ship beer from, from India? I forgot, okay. it's just across the yeah. sea, and it, it wouldn't last. It, so they incorporated hops, which actually um, preserved the beer, and um, it help with you know getting across you know when it was being okay. distributed and people just fell in love with the taste you know and they just add a lot of hops to it, Got it. so that's an ipa and yeah. then a pale ale just doesn't have the hops it, it has hops i would like to say almost all beer has hops in it there yeah. have been other brewers who experimented with no hop beer and they put like pine tree stuff and it's, it's kind of yeah. cool but i mean yeah i'm not that adventurous just yet Okay, cool. All right, so you've had some failures and you've learned a lot. You just seem very creative with your recipes and things. Did you just, have you always been naturally this creative? Can you talk about your process of experimentation and how you come up with these cool little names? Yeah, sure. Um, so like I mentioned, I'm very much into, you know, the old school hip hop, old school music. And um, I actually like to think of beer styles after I think of the name. Sometimes. Okay. So, like, I'll think of uh, Luther Van Hops, and yeah. I don't, and then I'll probably figure out a beer from there. You know, okay. um, uh, what's another? Uh, Most Hef. Yes. Um, make a Hefweizen. So okay. it's just, it's just fun. You know, it's creative. I've always been a, a punny kind of guy. So yes. you know, it's just that's what I like. Awesome. And so you just for listeners to break this down, you take just the things that you like. You take your your love for hip hop and you infuse that with beer. 
absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I don't see why not. You All know, right. I, I, it's been a big part of my life growing up to listening to, you know, SWV, Mint Condition, Ruth Vandross, Mary Carey, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, and that kind of stuff is, you know, it's just, that's just what I like, you cool. know? And, um, and I decided, hey, I like beer and I like all this wine. I just combine it, you know? It's, it's, it's a different kind of um, theme than most breweries out there. Okay, that's cool. So you found a niche and you're just crushing it. Now, this is not your full-time job yet. You know, one day, can you talk about how you're able to just make that balance and how this is actually helping enrich your overall life by having this as a passion project? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we all work and, you know, sometimes work can be pretty stressful. And for me, what helps me, I guess you could say de-stress is just brewing beer, you know, listening to great music and just brewing beer. There's nothing better to it. Okay. You know, maybe just a Sunday afternoon and just having a homebrew, brewing some beer, listening to yeah. some good tunes. Um, it's nothing like it. Cool. All right. So I'm going to do something we haven't really done before. Let's break down the process by, like, from name. So let's take one of the beers that you've done very well, like from the name that you created and how you've gone into the experimentation of the ingredients through to your process. Let's Let's break it down. Sure. Um, let's take uh, a cream ale. Okay. Um, listening to some Wu Tang. Yeah. Cream. Yep. I thought of cream. Get the money, dollar dollar bills, y'all. Full name. Full name. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll make a cream ale. Uh, and so I looked at some recipes, modified it a little bit, brewed it. So what's in a what's in a cream ale? What's in a cream ale? Um, a lot of malt. Okay. Um, not too much specialty ingredients okay. until I modify it. I'm thinking about adding some frosted flakes in there. Nice. All right. Yeah. Frosted flakes. Got um, experimenting with some hops, and I just use US So Five Safe Ale yeast. Okay. So I don't have the full ingredients with me. Right That's now. fine. I have a little book with me. Yeah. Um, that I like to write down all my notes and ingredients and stuff like that. So. So you document. Everything. I document on everything. It's cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. And so, all right. So now you got, you got the name. You've got like a basic recipe. Yeah. Now what? How, how do we brew? How do we brew beer? So what's the what's the steps here? Um. So get all ingredients, uh, and then we do something called mash, where we take um, the grains and we uh, heat up some water and let it essentially make oatmeal for about the uh, for about an hour. Okay. Um, extract a lot of the sugars and the flavors, and then I boil it so that everything's sterilized. Add in all the hops. Um, then we chill it down as fast as we can to the right temperature for the yeast so that they don't die. Throw in the yeast, put in a fermenter, let it sit for two weeks. Carbonate it. I use kegs, so I carbonate it in a keg. And that only takes a couple of days. And you drink it with some friends. Nice. You need to work, like I did. <laughs> awesome. All right, that's great. Um, has anyone sort of been a hater and discouraging you? It's like, you can't brew beer. Um, and if so, how did you deal with that? I mean, you're gonna get those people who try your beer and they're just like, oh, this sucks. Or, man, really, that's how you brew, or you're not using the latest equipment or whatever. You know what, whatever, whatever. Brewing is supposed to be fun, and okay. it is fun. And it always will be fun. Cool. And, you know, sure, you're probably gonna make beer that doesn't taste as good. I'm not gonna say bad. Yeah. It just doesn't taste as good as your other beers. Yes. Um, but, you know, that's, that's just the part of it. And that's 
the fun of it, cool. you know, whether you're going to come up with something great from a recipe or not. Um, that's what I like. Cool. All right. And so you've gone through our Breakthrough pro- uh, breakthrough Cocktail Masterclass. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about how that's helped you in your, your journey to become a brewmaster? Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't sure what kind of goals I wanted to do with just home brewing. You know, I, I, I brought it up as a discussion. Uh, in Breakthrough breakthrough Cocktail, and we just set goals for myself. And that's, it's as simple as setting goals. Um, You know, after three weeks from now, you do this. Six weeks, six months to a year. What's the end result? What do you want to accomplish in one year? And you just kind of check things off, you know? Great. And it's great. Cool, and you're making some progress. I'm absolutely making some progress. Cool. So, all right. So it is possible. All right. Now let's jump into like some of your other other stuff, tangential to that. Like, how do you stay inspired? You know what? Um, what really inspires me is family. You know, they're always there for me and they're always supporting me um, through whatever random ventures. I I have a lot of hobbies that I re- get really into. Um, whether it's you know something as physical as you know paintball and boxing to just painting you know little monies you know or painting shoes and stuff like that so what keeps me inspired is just trying to you know stay creative trying to just keep exercising that part of my brain okay cool that's good and I I like how you you try different things absolutely you keep going so you're you've kept up with this quite some time and I can only imagine sometimes you have the voices in your head that like, is it easy now that you've been doing it for two years to keep going, or do you get some of these blocks where sometimes you just let your head get the best of you? You know what? Uh, you know, after Breakthrough Cocktail, I've learned to just keep moving forward. Cool. You know, don't let those um, detractors just stop you because you're just going to fall off track with the goals that you've set. Awesome. Um, what keeps me going is just why? Why Why stop? Yes. Just keep going. Cool. You make a bad, bad, bad batch of beer. So what? Yeah. Keep going. Right? It's still drinkable, right? It's still drinkable. You're not going to die from it. Yeah. Have you ever had a batch of beer that you just drank? You're like, oh my God, I cannot drink this. Uh, There's been a batch of beer where I've looked into the fermenter and said, that looks like mold or something that you shouldn't drink. Yeah. Kind of scooped it out a little bit. Yeah. But it wasn't mold. I don't know what it was, but it was still drinkable and I didn't die. I'm still alive. Yeah. You're still here. And some of my friends who drank it are still alive. Got it. Um, Have you had Uh, all of of them? (laughs) (laughs) Some of my friends are still alive. Some of them are still alive. Oh, that's awesome. But you learn from that, right? And then you, you modify and you go on. Have you had had any because you're a home brewer like all this is in your house you don't have a factor or anything yet have you had any interesting experiences just with the whole process that is you know just funny or just weird or? I mean I've spilt uh, liquids here and there I've tried pouring out my beer and then it's fallen all over the floor I mean there's been I've definitely have come a long way from the process of how I used to brew to how I brew now um, and it's just a matter of practice and and getting all the mistakes out and learning from them. And that's why I keep that little journal with me of recipes, notes, um, you know, tips and tricks for myself cool. and mistakes to avoid kind of thing. If someone wants to get into homebrew, it may seem intimidating. Do you have any tips for people that want to get started? Get a one gallon kit. Find a kit, just brew. Awesome. I mean, uh, get a book. Uh, one of my favorite books is, uh, I believe it's How to Brew by Charlie Papazian. It's cool. like the holy Bible that you should read. And almost every chapter will tell you 
relax, have a homebrew. It's almost impossible to mess up a beer, to, to make beer and mess up. Um, so, I mean, just try it. Cool. One gallon kit, that's all it takes. Awesome. Before we get into the light year round, what is your future expectations for Hopsteady Brewing? You know, I, I just want, I just want people to understand that making beer is, it's fun, you know, and, you know, just making crazy kinds of beer is fun. Crazy kinds of names is fun, you know, okay. and, um, and if you don't want to make beer, drink my beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm always experimenting and it's cool. Awesome. All right. Well, that's some good stuff. And we're going to jump into the lightning round. Jed, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Cool. All right. So since you are into puns and oh, you are a punny guy, I'm going to throw something, a little curveball that I have not yet done in Breakthrough Cocktail. We had this little exercise that we used to do at during our master class. It's called 185. And it's basically a joke game where it, the basis, the premise of the joke is 185 blank. Go into a bar, bartender says, sorry, we don't serve blank here. And then the blank respond with the punchline. And it's a very punny game. It really gets you out of your head. It's a lot of fun. And I feel like Jed is better than most people. So Jed, uh, I'm gonna give you a topic. And then uh, let's see if you, can, if you can nail down one. And then I'll even do one. Um, all right, let's go. First thing that comes to my mind is Barber. Barber. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, all right. 185 barbers walk into a bar. Bartender says, we don't serve barbers here. Bartender says, oh, shut up. Cut that out. Oh, that's yes. Not, that's all right. That's <laughs> all right. That's cool. All right. All right. I'll throw it out. 185 barbers go into a bar. Bartender says, sorry, we don't serve barbers here. And the barbers say, don't make me cut you. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, 185 barbers walk into a bar. Bartender says, "Sorry, we don't serve barbers there." Uh, the barber says, "Oh, hair nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. All right, cool. All right. Now that we're warmed up, now for the questions. Uh, Jed, when you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? Ha! Funny story. Um, I actually, in the second grade, I drew a map from my house to Vaughn's and said I wanted to be a cashier at Vaughn's. Wow. Why? I don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, That's so cool that you drew a map. I drew a map from my house to Vaughn's. And you said I want to work here. I want to work here as a cashier. Even as a young kid you're already setting goals. <laughs> I'm, setting, I'm setting high expectations. Yes, right and you blew that way out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Alright, next question is what was your first job? Ooh, first job I worked at Sears and I was a cashier. Nice. And I was um, early in high school, and it I was very green. Okay. I didn't know what I was doing, but it was terrible. <laughs> no worries. It's all good. Um, do you have any books that you recommend? You already recommended one book. Any other books that you know help inspire you? Uh, Four Hour Work Week. Uh, it was actually you gave that to me as a gift, and um, it's by Timothy Ferris. Awesome. It's cool. super inspirational uh, for people who want to start something. Okay. Start a business. Cool. Yeah. All right. A few more questions. It's Friday, 7.30 p.m. What do you do? If I'm not brewing beer, I'm either playing some board games with some friends, drinking beer, or I'm drinking beer. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you're drinking beer, I'm basically. Drinking beer. All right, I'm cool. Beer. Cool. Uh, what are three things that you cannot leave the house without? Cell phone, wallet, chapstick. It's always in my pocket. Yeah, so. no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. If you were designing the soundtrack of your life, what are three songs that have to be on there? Um, Boombastic by Shaggy, Heartbreaker, Mariah Carey, and um, Ooh. L O Cool J, I need love. I need love. Oh, hey. I haven't heard that song in forever. Yeah. Okay. That's a good song. L O Cool J. Yeah. What? What? All right. Are there any quotes or aspirations that you like to live your life by? I have to take some of the Um, I don't really have any quotes per se. I just, I guess that whole live life to the fullest. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen, kind of thing. Got it. Um, yeah, I guess I could say that one. All right, that's good. And you're definitely living life for the fullest. Yeah. All right, and our last question is, if you can give our audience one piece of advice, something that they can do right now to help them find their passion and live an awesome life, what would that be? Write it down. Simply, it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Just write it down. What are your passions? What do you like to do? Where would you like to travel? Make a little storyboard, cut out pictures. We, that's an exercise we did in Breakthrough Cocktail, and I loved it. It's great. I, it, it helped me visualize what I would want to live like. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jay Flores. And before we say goodbye, can you tell our audience how they can get in touch with you? Can uh, you, you can find me on Twitter, at Jetteroni with two Ds. Um, or you can find me on Hopsteady Brew, at Hopsteady Brew, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Cool. And we will include all of those links in the show notes. And that has been another episode of Breakthrough Cocktail. Jed, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Wish I had more beer in there. I know, exactly. We'll get some more after this. Yeah, we have to go get another refill. Yeah. But until next time, audience, stay awesome. You've been listening to Breakthrough Cocktail. If you liked what you heard, be sure to visit www.breakthroughcocktail.com forward slash newsletter to sign up for the insider newsletter. As a subscriber, you'll get instant access to exclusive content and frequent doses of happiness. See you there. Until then, stay awesome.